The Fable and Folly Network supports creators of exceptional audio stories, including the one you're listening to right now. If you love our shows, we want to hear from you. Complete our listener survey at fableandfolly.com slash survey. This will help us learn more about you, what you like, what you'd like to hear more of, and how we can maintain an inclusive, safe atmosphere. As a thank you for your participation, we have extras and behind-the-scenes content from your favorite shows. Fans make the network what it is. Thanks for listening, and we can't wait to hear from you. Find our listener survey at fableandfolly.com slash survey today. Welcome back to the grim darkness of the 41st millennium. I am Inquisitor Caveat Ventus, keeper of the Inquisition's Black Library, and this is my report on the Valentine Heresy, an actual play podcast set in the Genesis adaptation of Warhammer 40,000's Dark Heresy RPG. This report features Game Master Tom McGee, Ryan LaPlante as Inquisitor Lucius Valentine, Laura Elizabeth as Marnie Schwarzenberger, and Tyler Hewitt as Atticus face. My report shows that the Inquisitorial Band ambushed an orc convoy. Marnie stubbornly clung to life. Valentine plans to use her backpack as an improvised explosive, and Atticus triggered the strike when things went wrong. Can they steal a vehicle, or will they be slaughtered in the attempt? Find out in this episode of the Valentine Heresy. On the subject of boom deck wagons. From a captured orc design document. All right, so I'm thinking um, we had uh, some armor plates on top of the armored plates because, yo, dog, I heard you liked armored plates. So I'm thinking we put some armored plates on your armored plates. Um, and then I'm thinking a big gun for shooting, like a big shooter. Uh, I'm thinking maybe a mech special. So we can make the pew pew pews that will make uh, our enemies go kaboom and, and, and oh 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 god my, my insides are on my outsides and I'm dead. Um so this is my dream. I just need you to get me a car first that I could do this to. Okay. Okay. And a big red stamp that says, Oi, approved. Atticus, you punch a tree. Fuck that tree, you fern gully motherfucker. Uh, Down it goes. Um, Crashing on the war truck. Unfortunately, because you've been seen, uh, you're under fire. So I need you to roll, please, a... Mm. You mean he's under fire? Yes. (laughs) Thank you, Laura. I-Y-A. Yeah, yeah. It's just a a regular festival of of fire. Uh... (laughs) So I love freaking orc talk. Right. It's the best. They're the best. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, maybe I'll just roll against you rather than making you roll dice. That seems like a thing I can do. Uh, so one second as I pull this up. Um, and uh, Tyler, I'm going to say because you were caught uh, while trying to be stealthy, this unfortunately isn't a situation where you can pop the shield immediately. It's uh, okay. it's more of a, uh, a you know Metal Gear fring. Uh, so Genesis died. But you did drop a tree on a truck, which is pretty dope. So I feel <laughs> yeah, like if you had to choose, you made the right tactic. This story. shakes out correctly uh, for all involved. Um, okay, so the orcs are firing with right. 
So they've got one, two. Uh, I'm going to spend one story point to give myself some boosts here. Tyler, what be your defense from ranged? One. One. So that's Without one setback for me. Okay. And uh, I'm going to give you one boost. Uh, or sorry, one setback for me um, because there's fire everywhere. <laughs> Uh, cool. So I'm rolling two green, one yellow against three purple, two black. Uh, currently we're sitting at three and two in terms of story points. Uh, Tyler, did you want to spend one to make this harder for the orcs who are shooting? Nope. I'm going to need it in a minute for another thing. So (laughs) (laughs) one success, one threat. Um, so that is going to be um, nine damage minus whatever your soak is. Ooh. But uh, you will get, uh, you or Ryan, whoever acts first, will get uh, one point of boost uh, to your next roll because they rolled a threat. So <clears throat> the tree comes down, hits the, the war buggy, Um I'm going to need you, please, to roll me a uh, melee light uh, difficulty of two. Um, no, I'm going to say difficulty one, because you're just punching a thing you'd already set up. Um, you can add a boost for this being the plan. Hmm. Um, I'm going to add one setback uh, for being <laughs> shot. The orcs sound like dogs. Borks. <laughs> you heard it here, folks. Borks. <laughs> so, yes, after uh, the sound of borks, uh, as you pointed out so aptly, Tyler, um, yes, you have your dice pool. Um, and this is for uh, not, uh, regardless, the tree goes down. We're just determining how much damage it does to the war track when it does. Okay. Oh, sorry, the I'm war roll. buggy. Yeah, the Go war ahead and roll. Buggy, yeah, okay. These are the kinds of rolls I'm expecting, okay? This is what I want. Uh, that's eight successes, one triumph. <laughs> Describe what happens. <laughs> um, I, uh, I, I, it's, it's a large, like, top-heavy tree, and it drops. Uh, and how much, like, carte blanche do I have here, Tom? This buggy ain't surviving this turn, so full cart blanche. Great. Uh, <laughs> the blanchest uh, of all carts. The the ground where the tree like slams into the buggy is actually somewhat unstable due to the cave-in that occurred below, and the earth just opens up and the buggy drops. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Um, the good news is uh, the tracks uh, have continued to drive. Uh, they've got a mission. They're, they're following the instructions of that very polite orc who just died. All he wanted to do was prevent forest fires. Um, so yeah, the, the the track falls into the cavern. Um, deep underground, uh, crawling forward with a metallic claw, uh, the uh, the knob champion is just has a single minded purpose of of you know he, he's been hit by rocks, uh, he's watched his friends die, um, and he just he will find and kill that 
Well, and then suddenly, like the war track just crashes into him and and crushes him. Uh, and uh, together they all tumble down into the abyss, uh, Balrog and uh, Gandalf style. Um, <laughs> it's a bad day to be a knob. Um, great. Uh, so with that, uh, the trap is sprung. Uh, it is perhaps even better than you intended because now there's a sinkhole. <laughs> um, they will say it's caved in, so it's not like just a, a gaping hole into the distance, uh, into like the depths of the earth. Um, but uh, has taken out that that war buggy entirely. Has also created an impassable thing. So you watch uh, the boom deck of snaz wagon step on the gas and just smash directly into this and kind of tilt up awkwardly. Uh, and you hear a lot of um, orcish cries about uh, uh, stability. Uh, Valentine, what do you do? Uh, Valentine will uh, pop his refractor field because he doesn't want to die. You don't uh, say. Yeah, and he'll yeah. also, uh, I guess he'll take aim and shoot the gunner on the war buggy that will now be aiming directly away from him. So turning whatever protection it had to shoot at Atticus, he would just like to And like, it, it had like a, a capital... T's worth of, of like, yeah, yeah, like it was little to begin with, but sure, go ahead. Um, we're gonna say uh, you're close enough because obviously you wouldn't spring a trap like far away from you for something like this. No. So uh, this is a difficulty of two. It's fairly close. Um, you have currently uh, three story points available to you. Um, I'm gonna give you uh, an extra point of. Um, advantage or so not advantage of boost based on the fact that the woods are on fire and a buggy just disappeared which is very distracting um <laughs> yeah i think that's it i don't think there's any setback from my end because you're just literally shooting a guy in the back while he looks at a, a distracting thing yeah let's 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 roll them bones let's see what happens here like generally speaking if i feel like me as tom mcgee a human who's never shot a gun could make that shot based on how easy it is <laughs> i shouldn't really penalize a professional <laughs> uh one success and three advantage pop pop um so uh i assume you're going to activate your your critical with uh either the triumph or your advantage uh yeah, I'll activate the crit because that takes two, two. So yeah, I'll burn my two uh two advantage or just one triumph. You can burn the triumph to do it automatically. Oh, it's three three advantage is a triumph. Uh no, the triumph is just better. I have things. one success and three advantage. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you had a triumph. No, no, no. Never mind. So I'll use two of my advantage to pop that crit. This is um, the right call. Um. Okay. Uh, explain what happens to the orc on the gun. Uh, I think it's it's finally he's in position. He's had a chance to aim. Valentine can go back to the training that he's always had. And it's nice because he's prone. Like he's in position as he was back in the asteroid, you know, Scala Progenium back in the day. Then he's just imagining his instructor's voice in his ear. It's just tight groupings of three, boy. Tight groupings of three. That's how you put down the emperor's foes. And he's just like having a pleasant moment. And he looks over at Eugene and winks like he did back in the day. Uh, and then it's just three gentle squeezes, not pulls, of the trigger, uh, and he just hits him in a textbook triangle. It's just torso, torso, head. Just nice. brrr, almost the John Wick special. Yeah. Great. Nice. And then the orc just falls down, but his hands are still on the trigger, so it does that thing where the gun and the pintle mount's just shooting into the air. So, uh, Great. Uh, as the gun begins to fire into the air, um, Tyler, you yell uh, your trademark battle cry based on what Valentine told you. And what do you do? 
uh, I, I, I shout for Mork and Gork. Uh, and I will overhand throw the satchel uh, containing the, uh, was it a plasma pack? Plasma pack, yeah. yeah. yeah so uh, going to need athletics from you there, dude. Um, Ryan, you used up all, you have one remaining advantage? Yes. So add one boost, Tyler, to your throw. Um, we're going to say this is a difficulty of, <laughs> like you're just trying to get it close enough to shoot, right? Like it doesn't, he's not trying to like land it on the vehicle and then you're going to shoot it. You're just trying to use it as a... He just needs it yeah. somewhere near enough the explosion will catch the vehicle and Valentine can shoot it. That's the whole goal. Yeah, so uh, this is a difficulty of one. It's a plasma pack. You can get it close enough. Kaboom. Um, I'm going to give you uh, one boost uh, for the fun of getting to pretend to be an orc. Uh, I think you, you like, you like fighting. So it's just a, a nice, a nice moment of like, what I got to do this cool thing in yeah. you go. Um, <laughs> that's all I got. Um, anyone want to spend anything? Nope. No, I already passed the advantage, <clears throat> which I think will just be from a slackening of fire. Like the war buggy is now shooting into the air and the driver gets sprayed with goo and looks back instead of shooting at you as inaccurately as orcs normally do. But it's just the gun keeps shooting, but it's like drifting to the right away from you <laughs> as he looks back to see his gunners down. Sounds good. Um, all right, Tyler, go ahead. Uh, five successes, four advantages, one triumph. Whoa. I think you might put it in the buggy. <laughs> Um, that's bad. <laughs> we can't shoot it now. <laughs> so you you toss it, and it's a perfect it's a perfect lob. Um, in slow motion, the plasma pack just sort of arcs through the air, and uh, Valentine, having just shot the gunner, uh, you you start to raise raise your gun, and it's, I think you're in full Han Solo, like you've got the stabilizing arm out. Like this is such an important shot to have to make. Um, but uh, you know. Atticus Viss is really fucking good at this. And as the plasma pack arcs through the air, um, the dead orc on the gimbaled gun just continues to drift to the side. And right as the, the pack arcs kind of into the vehicle, uh, the big shooter turns, uh, firing wildly and hits it. Uh, and as a result, at point blank, uh, the war track explodes uh, in a, a burst of plasmatic energy that blasts uh, the boom decker snaz wagon into the sinkhole. So like into, so just like cranks up on that hilarious, like 45 degree angle, um, which is good because it throws everyone inside forward. And um, the mech special, which is a tremendously big shooter on top, um, the gunner bashes his head off the, the gun and is, is clearly dazed. Um, so to be clear, uh, what this, this thing looks like, um, this is a proper Mad Max wagon, uh, with armor on it. So four big studded wheels, uh, there was a grot like with a little metal grate in his face, like strapped to the front, but he just got crushed, uh, by the way of the vehicle. Um, the mech special is like a weird, like chain gun flame, spe- like combo weapon up on top with a, with a guy on the gun. Uh, and then there's kind of um, a driver leaning out of one side. Honestly, it's the vehicles we kind of imagine for Avernus. Like this is a full armored uh, Mad Max limo. Um, but uh, the explosion has knocked all of them forward. Uh, so you have a, a, an opportunity. Valentine, you realize you can actually stop aiming uh, 
because uh, <laughs> it's all on fire. Praise the Emperor. What do you do? Um, I think he just shifts because the only like hardcore danger right now is the gunner on the like big chain gun thing getting undazed. So he just wants to pace that guy exactly the same way. Like if, if they can take out the gunners, they can deal with other shit up close safely. Cool. Uh, so go ahead and roll for that. Um, this is going to be a difficulty of two. Um, just because there's enough shit in the way that it's it's a bit hard, but also they've come to a dead stop and are are doing that awkward like teeter teeter thing. Um, so I'm going to give you one point of setback for the teeter. Okay. Um, but I'm going to give you a boost for him being dazed uh, by the outrageously successful roll Tyler just made. <laughs> cool. Uh, and I aim, so that gives me another boost, right? For because I'm still prone. Dope. Let's uh, let's see what happens. It's one success. Oh, what's the damage on your... That'll be 11 damage. Oh, yeah, that's enough. Um, So uh, the orc gunner sits back up and goes, I came up here for this, and then the the bullet hits him and uh, explodes, blasting off the side of his head, um, leaving the vehicle um, empty. Uh, Marty, um, you hear... um, sort of a jumble of voices um, in the darkness uh, seeming to say with, with multiple um, tones, do you want vengeance on the orcs? Oh, obviously. (laughs) Ah, Puns. Good. Well, perhaps if you let us in, we could help. Who are are you? People who want to help you get revenge on the orcs. Are you an orc? No. I want to kill the orcs with you. How do I know? This is the truth. Uh, Go ahead and roll a... Uh, what's it I, I love Schwarzenegger be? as JFK. It's like a super JFK. <laughs> I know, yeah. and like, yeah. nothing love. bad, nothing bad ever happened to a Schwarzenegger. <laughs> <laughs> Our flips and explodes. Not even, uh, I'm pretending to do Schwarzenegger anymore. You're doing Schwarzenberger. Yeah, yeah exactly. Okay. And the skeletons are part of it. You're just your own thing. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think what this would be. I think this is definitely like a you trying to understand. Maybe streetwise cunning? Yeah, maybe. I'm actually leaning more towards the social skills side of things. Um, oh, great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe oh, you know what? No, 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 no. Uh, <laughs> give me vigilance. Because mm. I don't, I, I think mm. literally the only thing Marty Schwarzenberger would be worried about is are you an orc? Are you trying to take advantage of me because you're an orc? So it's it's less about like, are you trying to deceive okay. me? Stop. And more, is this on side? Stop showing me up on the accent. Um. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Laura, I know you edit these shows, but give Blood and Syrup a listen and come fucking tell me how I do on accents. Um, okay. Uh, what am I, what's my difficulty? Um, I'm going to say... Two, you're pretty suspicious because you're unconscious yeah. and dying. Yeah. Um, 
And also, uh, I don't think Marnie... I think there are people who would be susceptible to stuff like this. I don't think Marty is one of those people because she's so literal about it. It's a little bit a like a um, voice in her head coming from. Well, I mean, admittedly, where? you're just kind of in like an unconscious void, so it's less like you're walking yeah. around and this is happening. I, I, I think I don't think she's going to. But you're also just she not. Can't see, though, but I mean, you even saw Valentine and were untrustworthy, despite him being yeah. clearly human and being like, "I'm with the Emperor," and you're like, "But mm, yeah. are you So yeah, no, yeah. I like this. Um... So we'll say, actually, Laura, I'm going to drop it to a one. Uh, okay. I think these sorts of tactics aren't particularly good on you. Um, I'm going to give you a setback from just being unconscious. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, right. I'm also, sorry, I'm going to give you a boost because you actually have a holy mission now. So I think if this had happened to you in the caves... This might be a more possible thing, but realistically, you have a mission. You have an yeah. inquisitor and you're going to save the emperor. So if this isn't just like, hi, I'm here to help you save the emperor, in which case you'd be like, let's go. Yeah. This is more <laughs> like a, mm, this doesn't yeah. seem related to my goals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Spooky voice picked a bad lie. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Okay. That's yeah. it. I yeah, can that's roll. It. Hi, friends. It's Ryan here, your resident producer with Dum Dums and Dice. And I also voice characters that you've heard, and I GM season two. And I am here to invite you to help support us producing this show and all of our other shows through our Patreon for Dum Dums and Dice. You can go to patreon.com slash dice and support us today, and it makes a world of difference. Plus, if you join, you get exciting things. We have a fan-exclusive Discord. We do weekly tableside video chats. You get advanced access to episodes and the videos before the rest of the public do. You can submit names for places, people, and things that pop up in the shows. You can create your own NPCs that interact with our parties on an ongoing basis. You can get special thank yous. Heck, if you if you want, we can even do one-shot adventures with you or start up a series with you. Just patreon.com slash dice. Please support us today. It will save us from a grim, dark future so we can keep making a show for you in a grim, dark future. Oh, weird. Uh, three advantages, one failure. That is weird. Yeah. Okay. Um, wow. Uh, that's an interesting roll. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, Marty, you you don't buy this. This doesn't sound like something you want. What do you say to this voice in, in this dark void of trying to not die that you're in? Um, ah, fuck. This is like, (laughs) this is honestly like, even though I want to say something cool, I think this is kind of just like, she's almost having like a mental stare down. Yeah. 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 This person. And she's kind of, it's it's almost like a Marge, like, We've determined that every time we hug the dog, she makes that noise. So now we just call it marging. So you should be like, I'm going to Moe's with the boys. And Ripley's like. So, okay. Yeah, I buy that. That makes sense to me. Um, Okay. Um, So you, you marge at the, the voice. um, 
And then uh, suddenly your eyes spring open. Um, and as uh, you feel excruciating pain. Yeah. Um, but you see the world around you, a world that makes sense that doesn't exist in like a weird uh, metaphysical s- space. Um, you just hear... You're welcome. And remember, there's always more where this came from. Uh, And Marnie, you find yourself awake uh, and you scream. (laughs) (laughs) Laura, you want to say something? I was going to say, who are you? Where are you? What are you? Why? Um, It's good. Uh, (laughs) Tyler, are you cutting off the W's? Yeah. I was like, good man. Uh, just yeah, from beside it, it's Inquisitor, yeah. Inquisitor Lucius Valentine, a human. <laughs> Wait, uh, now because of the Emperor. Ryan, do you say that or does Eugene just spit that out as like a recording at her? Because I kind of like the idea that's like, oh yeah, I think Eugene can handle that. Yeah, I think there's enough rudimentary intelligence in there that it just goes out. It's the same voice, but sort of a little bit more well, digital and flat. Yeah, I would say it's your voice. You recorded yeah. it as like, a, if I ever need Eugene to explain who I am. Inquisitor Lucius Valentine, human. <laughs> Here now for the emperor. Great. Uh, so Marty, um, I'm going to say you're awake with still minus three health. Uh, you're still in bad shape, but you are now conscious in the world. Um, yeah. There's no possible consequence from this moving forward. You'll be fine. Um, okie dokie. Uh, so uh, Valentine... Uh, you shot the orc in the back. He's down. Um, I think with we can drop out of initiative order now. And is, just, uh, was there a driver or was it the driver in the there room? There is a driver, uh, but I think we can drop out of order for like he's fighting back because it's one of those awkward situations where like uh, the boom deck of Snazwagon is so well armored that it's literally him being like, oh, fuck. I'm like working, working the door <laughs> and like reaching for a pistol. Like it's one of those weird situations that seems to happen a lot in like if you're taking out the mob boss in a movie situations where it's like, the people who are supposed to defend the thing are dead. So now it's the, like the guards inside trying to figure out how to defend it. But by this point, like I feel like Atticus would be rushing. So uh, Tyler, yeah, tell I me mean, how you like, tell me what you do to, to neutralize this car. Cause I think um, Valentine, given that you just shot two people at distance, that's kind of your, yeah, he'll be coming in, but Atticus will get there first and on his own. No question. And honestly, he's the guy with the fucking key to the car door, which is his giant metal fist or just so, a hand cannon through a Tyler, window. What are your options? Uh, you're telling me this guy's trying to open the door. He's trying to open the door while reaching for a gun. So it's, okay. it's like one of those awkward, like, ah, fuck, fuck, fuck. Um, I, I, I let him uh, like any part of him that comes out of the doorway. I am slamming the door on that part of him. Uh, are you booting it or punching it? Just for punching. visual. Great. Yeah. Um, so th- like a mean fucking orc just like leans out the door and um, in his mind, he's just like, okay, just like in training, door open, two in the chest, one in the head, two in the chest, one in the, oh, my feet as you just like punch the door shut on him uh, right. and he stumbles out holding his hand just completely like pulped blood rushing down his arm I just start, um, I just start dooring his head until it's not head great, shaped anymore yep, yep. Uh, <laughs> you know from vegetation he began 
to vegetation, he returns uh, as the pulped orc falls. Inside, there's a guy just holding the wheel and looking at you. Oh, he's next. Uh, like, no, the, the emperor has no mercy for orcs. No. So uh, the camera cuts outside, and we just see like an orc get tossed, uh, you know, Hulk style through the air, just like, oh! Yeah. Um, <laughs> into uh, into the trees, and there's a classic like smash, 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 hit the ground. Uh, Valentine, um, you kind of look back and just see like a pin cushion from all the the jagged branches uh, unmoving. Because I feel like if he was moving, you'd probably go coup de gras, but he's he's done. Um, and at your feet, Marnie is is uh, screaming journalistic uh, questions. <laughs> Yes, Marty, we all know the answers. But first, we've got to save this vehicle from falling into a chasm. Uh, and he'll just head over to try to Ryan, help balance shit out. before you do that, can you roll me a perception check? Difficulty of two. You're pretty distracted. Okay, this is a weird one, Tom. Three advantages, one triumph, two failures. I don't even know how that's possible, but it's what the die roll told me. Be mm. like several failures and then. How, sorry, how many advantage? Three. Okay. Um, for a second, uh, as Marnie looks at you, it looks like she's got Charlotte Copti eyes from the end of um, District 9, just like <laughs> yellow, vertically slitted, um, like nightmare eyes um and you immediately feel your like bolt pistol rising uh but then you blink and they're gone uh and she's just looking at you with with normal eyes admittedly like haunted like thousand yard stare like marty schwarzenberger eyes but still like regular human eyes um i'm gonna say based on that role uh, we haven't talked too, too much about this uh, because we've been kind of go, go, go aside from the, the weird like downtimes from travel. But there is a part of you that is worried that you're chaos touched now uh, from your experience of the visions. You're not a psyker. So like, I think as you blink it out, you worry less that it's her and more that it might be you. Um, and uh, <clears throat> with a bit of a wary expression, uh, you turn to go, go help. Uh, Atticus. Yeah, yeah, I think that'd be it. Because, I mean, he's he's pretty ironclad in his, like, self-belief. But at the same time, yeah, he could be seeing things. He doesn't have proof. He also has no allies. Like, as always, it comes down to, like, the survival equation. Well, but I also is, think a world like, with Marnie is better than a world without... And currently. you blink your eyes a couple times, and then she's just staring at you with a blade in her chest. So, like, I think... Because you were were not privy to her having a mental oh, conversation, yeah, I didn't, I you would just be like, that, yeah. Meh. And also, she legitimately is fine now. So yeah. you're not sure whether you saw something or whether it was nothing. It becomes that classic inquisitorial question mark. If you're more useful than this problem right now, we'll and do math on this And also, later. I'm bleeding to death and have been seeing visions of a future and like there's some weird, weird shit afoot. Um, great. So you go to help... Um, Dear sweet Atticus, uh, with the the boomdaka snazwagon, um, uh, you find a again a just a beautiful vehicle of of uh, chaos and destruction, ready to rock. Uh, the music is still blaring, just like Carly Ray Orkson just blasting through the the air. Um, 
you're able to drag Marnie in, uh, get her kind of tucked in. Uh, Marnie, obviously, you're you're conscious, but not that helpful. So I think basically what I would like from you in this this upcoming sequence is uh, you can make arguments for boost dice. Okay. Um, you're kind of too out of it to help too much, but you might be able to be like, look out uh, and point. Yeah. Um, my question for Atticus and um, Valentine is one of you has to drive and one of you can take uh, the mech special. Uh, to be clear, that is M-E-K-S-P-E-S-H-U-L. Uh, so the mech special, which is the the combo weapon on top, um, it has uh, enough of a cockpit under it that you can like duck back and in, which uh, the guy who eventually manned it was doing. Because obviously, if you'd seen a guy hanging out on top of a turret, you would have shot him first. Um, but uh, you can think of this a bit like a like a World War II bomber plane situation where like there are guns that people are on all the time. This is one of those guns that you can pop out and man, um, but it does expose you. So one of you can take the gun. One of you has to drive. Who's going to do what? I think Valentine would drive because he's more injured and it's more armored. Yeah, that'd be uh, Atticus's assessment as well. Um, with the caveat that Atticus would add like, oh, I'm, I'm not much of a uh, heavy gunner, sir, but I do believe you'll be safer here behind the wheel than up there on the guns, eh? Well, and I'll tell you right now, neither am I. So if someone's going to improvise, I feel like you're a punchier, stronger fella than myself, and all guns are known for having a bit of a kick. All uh, right. So with that, um, Valentine, you toss uh, your auspics back to um, Atticus, given that I feel like, given how common the auspics is in, in the Imperium, it would be the kind of thing where it's like, if anything's going to give you an advantage, it's this. Um, and uh, Atticus, I like to imagine you very delicately arranging it on your like gun dashboard. Like it isn't like a jam it in. It's kind of like a, how yeah. can I wedge this yeah. thing? Um, I also just like given how blunt Atticus is about a bunch of things, but also the fact that he wears glasses and doesn't have like weird eye augs. It's like, there are certain moments of just like, right, well, I'll make sure this works. Yeah. Um, so you arrange it, uh, you look down at the guns, easy enough, trigger means go, uh, you've got yourself a flamer, got yourself a chain gun, um, and in the distance on the auspex, uh, punching in, um, a couple of quick military, uh, signatures, you know, uh, you get a ping of where FOB Charlie is across no man's land on both sides. Um, you hear a siren start to blare um, in the distance and you hear the roar of orc war tracks behind you. Uh, it would seem that uh, your your actions, given that you blew up a mine and then blew up a plasma pack, may have been noticed. Um, there are orcs coming for you and Valentine looking through the, uh, what little you can see around the like, massive uh, frontal intake and like the tiny slit, um, you see a flash of red above the trees as uh, Da Red Baron, uh, who killed your friends, arcs into view. It's time to get back behind the uh, gentle embrace of the Imperial. It's time to go find the Emperor and uh, it's time to get the fuck out of enemy territory with fighter planes circling and orcs on your tail 
Uh, Atticus, what do you yell to Valentine? I stomp my foot and say, uh, Oak's incoming, sir. Better get a move on. And then uh, to himself, as he like familiarizes himself with like the gear shift of the controls, Valentine's going, well, I started the day with everyone dead. And in the end, now I've got two allies, my own vehicle, and hope for the future. The Emperor really does protect. Uh, and then he just hits the gas as hard as he can and like peels out. And uh, Marnie, drifting in and out of consciousness, but more in consciousness than out, what do you yell as you're thrown back into your seat as the car lurches forward? Um... No! (laughs) (laughs) And with that, the Valentine heresy became rather fast and rather furious. This episode of the Valentine Heresy features Ryan LaPlante, at the Ryan LaPlante on Twitter, as Inquisitor Lucius Valentine. Tyler Hewitt, at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, as Atticus Vase. Laura Hamstra, at EL Hamstring on Twitter, as Marnie Schwarzenberger. And our Game Master, Tom McGee, at McGeeTD on Twitter. This episode's sound was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra, and the Valentine Heresy's artwork was created by Del Borovic at delborovic.com. D-E-L-B-O-R-O-V-I-C. Our theme song is The Hordes by Megan McDuffie, and our ads use the tracks No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar. J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R. Available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com. Our Twitter and Instagram are at dumdumdice, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. We have merchandise available at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice. And most importantly, you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. Ave Imperator, a death to all the heretics. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christian Manicola, Long Long, The Half-Blind Prophet, James Quayar, Charles Grams, Christopher Little, Sue One, George Dolby, One True Artistry, Orion Birchfield, Lorda Bradovic, Noel Lewis, Scott Garland, Anthony Griffin, Chet Awesome Laser, Jordan Neesmith, Benjamin V, Gavin and Abby McDonald, and Jill and Noel LaPlante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Greetings. I am the modestly handsome obituary writer of this fetching town of Crestfall, Idaho. And this is Death by Dying. Death is exhausting. And so, after a long day of funeral attending, I had retired to my apartment to get some shut-eye. I loosened my Versace tie and changed into my Egyptian silk pajamas. Are you the detective in town? No, I'm the obituary writer. Really? Someone said you solve murder cases. Murder? I'm Charlotte, by the way. Forgive me, but I haven't gotten past the murder part. Charlotte, the friend I now have, is staying in the apartment above her Aunt Lillian's bookshop. She was my aunt. She was all I had growing up. I need to know why she's gone. Murder is the spice of life. I knew just who I had to see. 
the Angel of Death. We have become friends over the years. Careful. Death is ever-present. Her pet, the button-eyed raven, moaned inconsolably as usual. Your friends are abandoning you, one by one. You write about death, O.W., but how much do you know about what it feels like to lose someone? The shadow in the dark woods is making its way into Crestfall. Listen to Death by Dying on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcatcher.